Howdy friend. Welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host R.P. Smith. I received a call from a mechanic this week that the price of car bodies was pretty high and maybe it was time to reduce our herd that had taken up residency at his lot. They had been accumulating there for several years now. This is no reflection on Lloyd's mechanical ability. There just comes a time when it doesn't make sense to put any more money into a rig. I had borrowed my brother-in-law's 24-foot flatbed gooseneck trailer and headed to Bow to load the cars. The limo took most of the trailer, so it was clear this was going to be more than a one-trip job. For you folks that don't remember hearing about the limo, in 2002, which had been a tough year for us because of the drought, the Smith family was hauling six kids in a suburban that we were using was eating us out of house and home. As I was driving through Cedar Rapids, Nebraska on my way to do a show, I had spotted a 1986 Super Crew Cab Cadillac that had previously been owned by a funeral home in Kansas City. It was not a hearse, it was a Paul Bear car, with three doors on each side. This made for easy loading and unloading of a family that stretched from teenagers to toddlers, and we were never going to buy more car for $3,500. Beth was a little apprehensive off the start, but I talked her into it, and the limo served us well for the years that we really needed it. By the time the motor had gone bad about a 100,000 miles later, we were no longer traveling with quite as big a crew and did not require the space. One of the early road trips was to Sturgis, South Dakota for a show, which we often combined with family vacations when headed to exotic locations such as the Black Hills. Beth's humane handling of children protocol requires that we stop for food and drink every several hundred miles, while I tend to be a drive-to-the-destination-and-then-put-on-a-fill kind of guy. I was sitting outside of the quick stop and wall in protest while Beth and the kids were inside rehydrating. I'd left the car running because in August a long black car collects a lot of solar rays and was passing the time by watching the electronic fuel gauge drop and reading the owner's manual on the caddy. As the kids were loading up, the gauge was still showing four gallons, and we were getting 19 miles to the gallon, so we should not have any trouble making it over to Rapid City to fuel up. As I missed the last exit into Rapid City, the fuel gauge went from two gallons to flashing E. As we topped the hill south of Sturgis, all the lights on the dash lit up, and I lost my power steering. There was a break in the oncoming traffic and I was able to coast within 20 feet of the gas pumps. We had to wait for another customer to get out of the way and then five of the six doors of the limo came open. Being the captain, I stayed with the ship and the four older kids and Beth managed to push us up to the pump. I was pretty proud of the Pinecrest pit crew and not quite as grumpy about buying that next round of drinks. This morning I'd like to revisit a Cadillac story from a little earlier in my poetic career. A cattle feeder in a Cadillac. He wants to see my stock. I tell him, park it in the drive. We'll take a little walk. Oh, mercy sakes, no boy. Heaven sakes alive. I'm not in this for my health, son. I bought the car to drive. Muddy overshoes. A red carpet floor. This cowboy never rode an Eldorado before. A long, shiny, hard-top, two-door coupe. It's a mighty nice car to be driving through the poop. I hop in the seat, 
We drive through the gate, and my dog jumps out. No, so just sit and wait. There's red heifers, gray heifers, black ones, too. Come a-running, helter-skelter, see what Caddy's going to do. Licking on the headlamp, licking on the fender. Cowboys sweating blood, just hoping they don't bend her. You can't see the forest if you're standing in the trees. Them heifers swarming round like an angry bunch of bees. They're waiting for the feed bucket, looking for the corn. Cattle feeder spreads them out by tooting on the horn. Heads up, tails turn, we get a different view. Lead heifer signals, charge dog, don't know what to do. Tail tween her legs, the mutt turns a run, and the heifer chase her through the gate, thinking this is fun. Cattle feeder says they're fleshy. He don't believe they'll do. Pulls his stogie from his pocket and he gives it in to chew. I don't hold grudges and I don't get sore. But I don't allow caddies in my feed pen anymore. Thanks for riding along this morning. I hope you all have a great week and that you can join me again next time for another edition of Homegrown. I'm R.P. Smith. <laughs>